0: now entering nerdist.com welcome
1: to the sex nerd Sandra podcast whoa what are these kids doing in here hey if you're under 18 go ask your mom now that we're alone let's start the show oh my god it's like party central it's
0: Party central it's what do you mean
1: holiday time we're recording oh, this during yeah. holiday time
0: I know there's a party uh, in two three different parts of the store right now <laughs>
1: Even yeah, it's true. It's there's like a
0: bunch of people in the store, like buying stuff, and then there's people in the gallery, and then there's like a video game thing going on in Nerd Melt.
1: Yeah, I know. I didn't know there was an event happening tonight, and I parked in the back, and then I came through and was tattooing. <laughs> oh. I was I was so tacky, just like barging into an event.
0: I did the same thing. I just like yeah, I just like smashed through. They were just like <laughs> the guy was saying something about how far the guns shoot. Like I'm I'm such an idiot when it comes to. <laughs> Shooting games, but he was like, "Yeah, I don't know." He was describing the bull, I don't know, and I just sp- threw the door open and fell <laughs> fell on the ground. Oh, I ruined their party. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The party's over.
1: Everything stopped, and they all looked at you. This party sucks.
0: This party sucks now. <laughs> hey, because of me.
1: Oh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, one thing about party etiquette and people having anxiety around everyone judging them at parties, especially when the alcohol is flowing, no one actually cares a whole lot because. When everyone's drinking, it's really people are just in their own heads and and enjoying themselves at what they're doing. So I love that about parties because no one cares about me, so I can do whatever I want at parties. It doesn't matter.
0: That's so true. (laughs) It's like the whole appeal of a party. Everyone's so drunk that you can just be a moron. (laughs) Yeah. Go to a party later tonight. Yeah? Yeah. So am I. Oh my God. Are we going to the same party? What kind of party is it?
1: Um... Well, there's a birthday party and there's an all women's party and there's also Damn. a there's a lot of different parties. There's like five different things I was invited to tonight. I don't Me know. Me too. Yeah, it's holiday parties. I think time. I went to
0: five I'm invited to five birthday parties. <laughs> Listen to us. We're such Hollywood <laughs> douchebags. <laughs>
1: Hollywood, this is just having friends.
0: <laughs> no, I, I realize that. But like <laughs> most people don't have that many friends. Like I until I started being a comedian I didn't have it's true. Enough friends to invite me to five birthday parties on one day.
1: Uh, anyway, um, guys, okay, this episode is a preparation for parties. Party. We're going to bring Reed Mahalco on the phone. He has, oh, what did he do with us? He did the, um, the threesome episode. Oh, I loved the threesome episode. That was episode. a great episode. I've been meaning to bring him back on. So in terms of the fact that, I mean, There's lots of socializing going on during the holidays. Um, So like when Valentine's Day comes up, there's going to be that. I mean, summertime, there's parties. There's always some celebratory thing coming up. (laughs) (laughs) So flirting is something, a skill that we use all year round. Really helpful. Uh, And then we're going to talk about some safe sex stuff in terms of what to do if you do have an STD. And how to uh, make it hot in the bedroom if you do get to hook up with somebody, you know, because that's a thing. And we didn't really cover too much in the STD episodes. Dave is sneaking a hazelnut chocolate ball.
0: I am sneaking a hazelnut chocolate ball, uh, which we got in the mail from a listener, which is so nice, like a case of them. Uh, But what I'm going to do when I eat it is back off (laughs) 10 feet from the microphone so you can't hear me chewing. We got so, some comments.
1: Uh, sorry, sore, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, about sorry,
0: that. sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think I burped once, too.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like several times and I was mad at you. And You it were mad doing it. and
0: some listeners were also mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. A little much to burp, I realize. Um, I just sort of felt like this is it's weird. It's like hard for me to not be comfortable doing that stuff because mm-hmm. this is like a safe place where I'm okay with people I just met touching my butthole, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which happened like a month ago. This girl I just met non-sexually touched my ass. <laughs> my asshole. And so it's like it's hard for me to realize that burping is gross. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I understand. But also like the audio the NPR audio rules still apply, you know. <laughs> oh, very nice. He's he's uh, hunched over in the corner chewing. It's so good. Okay, that thank you. First of all, um for sending us the chocolate. Um, I also just got the game cranium in the mail. Guys, the Amazon wish list is like it's like some sort of magical realm where you guys send me stuff and I feel so good inside for I feel loved. And it's good to feel loved, Dave. It is. I forget to feel loved. Me too. I give a lot of Very love. Very often. Yeah. Me too. It's good to feel loved. Hugs. Hugs are nice.
0: Man, hugs are the best.
1: Dude, I went to your three year anniversary. A hugs podcast. I went to your three-year anniversary uh, Holy Fuck show. Uh-huh. And I had this guy uh, stop me. He was with a girl. He's like, I love, I love the podcast. I love the podcast. Uh, so cool. And I was like, come here. And I gave it. And he was like, oh. And then his girlfriend was like, this is so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I awesome. had a listener hug moment. It was really sweet. So That's so cool. Yeah. It was, it was really nice. It was nice to come out too. And thank you for the, the shout-out during your set where you thought I was the awkward one uh, clapping at a thing that I wasn't clapping at.
0: Oh, did I? Oh,
1: you thought I was being a somebody was being kind of an awkward jerk, like clapping at something. They weren't alone. being a
0: jerk, but they were they were celebrating <laughs> something Sex that I had R. said, uh, and it was kind of interrupting. Yeah. They didn't realize it. Oh, speaking of that, can I tell some dates real fast? Totally, some,
1: bring it on. Do you have any? Um, not currently. I have been on an amazing journey of uh, sexual philosophy and discovery Uh, so I've been taking time off from the date stuff although oh wait February 1st though keep an eye out because February 1st here at Meltdown we are doing a Valentine's Day sex nerd show Uh, details to come but
0: yeah, we don't know what we're doing yet, right?
1: It's not going. It's going to be more than a podcast, man. We can't just sit there.
0: Damn,
1: it's going to be. It's there's going to be. There might be some prizes. There's going to be some games. There's going to be. There's going to a lot of laughter. I'm yeah. going to be standing. It's going to be maybe some pointing. It's going to be great.
0: Okay, I was down with all that <laughs> standing and the pointing. But uh, I don't like sitting in a is, chair
1: and talking over oh, you.
0: That's an appeal. Okay, I'm really excited about standing. It's just like doesn't seem like something you'd write on the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just a recommendation from a from a marketing standpoint.
1: Is, I want something more dynamic where we're standing more, maybe standing, shoving each other a little pointing, bit. Sure, maybe piggyback ride. Wrestling. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we could do a live podcast from like a a kiddie pool filled with pudding. You know what I mean? It pudding, Wrestling.
1: Awkward. Hey, I would love to do some. I was thinking of this like a special, maybe holiday. Of course, it's a little too late now, but a special uh, sex nerd podcast secret stash cd something that you would download or purchase interesting which would be a series of podcasts at actual sexual uh like things where we're watching people have sex and like podcasting and commenting on the situation
0: you're talking about like mystery science theatering sex
1: Yeah, but live, like I get some friends together that do that, like go to a party and just sit in the corner and be like, and now she approaches the thing and like, oh my God, what's going on over there? You know, that kind of thing. Like just like a whole section of, I mean, that would be amazing.
0: That would be amazing. Also, did uh, we just uh, figure out what we're going to pitch to Chris Hardwick? To be our Nerdist <laughs> channel show
1: Just cameras pointed at us And we're talking And there's sex Happening off camera And we're I just know, like What? <laughs>
0: that's really fun. Uh, that's really funny We're just like No! I'm thinking more like We could uh, We could do like um, Famous sex scenes from, from popular movies Or like blurred porn <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Which would be That would be so fun And we could pause it And stuff And talk about What they're doing
1: Oh that would be a really fun segment. I, I've been thinking would about segments, actually, a lot. Uh, segments. we got to get read on the phone, so why don't you share your dates?
0: Oh, yeah. I have so many. It's crazy. I have so much stuff coming up. Um, okay, so I'm going to visit my parents for Christmas. Oh. Uh, so I'll be in Denver for a week, and I booked a bunch of shows in the Denver area. Okay. Um, yeah, my parents... I grew up in New York, but my parents moved to Denver because they wanted to be amongst the mountains and the horses. <laughs> uh it's adorable. So yeah, I um am doing a show called Too Much Fun and a show called The Grawlics. It's too much uh, fun, I can't. Yeah, it's it's too much fun. Uh so Can come. you handle it? Can you handle it? <laughs> handle it. Handle it. I don't think I can handle it. I can't handle most things. Um much less fun is the is the show come i
1: come to book. Denver. When is Denver?
0: Denver it's like my first show is the day after christmas on the 26th and I have shows the 26th through the 29th nice. in the city of Denver. So mm-hmm. if you're in Denver uh check uh dates on my website Dave davetotheross.com com. Also in LA I have like three huge things happening in the new year that Sandra I would love for you to come to. Ooh. And Katie I would love for you to come to.
1: Oh, she looks.
0: Uh she looked up for the, her phone. The first one is January 12th Here at Meltdown Comics At the Nerdist Theater We have a live women show My sketch group Women Oh wow Yeah we're doing like an hour show Cool um, Tickets are eight bucks in advance mm-hmm. um, And yeah you can get more info on that At nerdmelt.com or womencomedy.com And then every oh, The four holy fucks after that January 15th, January 22nd, January 29th And February 5th We're recording an album A compilation album. Oh, Yeah, we're recording every show. It's going to be 40 comedians. It'll probably end up being a three CD (laughs) set. But we're recording every show start to finish and, you know, want to pack it out because it's like, I don't know, the lineups are amazing uh, Mm -hmm. and we're hoping to get like a really great crowd.
1: Yeah.
0: And then on February 2nd, I think, is the two year anniversary of my storytelling show, Two Headed Beast.
1: Oh, wow. uh, Oh, so February 1st, we're going to be doing a thing here at Meltdown. And February second, you're doing your anniversary. So many anniversaries.
0: Yeah, no, it's like a huge month. It's yeah, like exciting. there's so much going on. And,
1: and possibly, we'll know by the time this one goes out. But we might be in uh, New York City and Vassar at the end of February. New York
0: City. I didn't know that part.
1: Well, we're flying in New York City, oh, most right. likely. So I was thinking. I mean, I might teach something. In, New York. I don't. I don't. I don't pre-plan things. I'm just trying to figure out life, guys. <laughs> no, really, we'll pre-plan something. I'll let you know.
0: Totally. Um, but no. I'm also, going to be going to New York at some point in May. Uh, but uh, none of that will happen if we all die on December twenty-first. That's you true. Know what, I mean? what if that's true?
1: <laughs> well, then we're fine. Everything's <laughs> guess, fine because it's uh, there's closure. Be there's yeah. closure. Oh man, the apocalypse. That's hot. <laughs> I love apocalypses. It's very relaxing. Um, Have you been through one before? Oh, yeah, Y2K, and then there was, like, last year, somebody was saying that it was over. Like, there's always an apocalypse.
0: Oh, that's true. I love We've those. survived, like, six or seven apocalypses yeah. by now.
1: But it, it's a good time for, you know, re- reflecting. Um, oh, and thank you. So, seriously, thank you. Uh, my MacBook fund, like, seriously, people have contributed to it. I'm at about $500 right now, and uh, I am currently using uh, an elderly laptop that my friend... Uh, it's a long story, but basically I'm using another laptop that's like threatening to die again. Um, but for now, I am yes, appreciative and holding on to a fund for buying a laptop because I need one. That needs to happen. Yeah. So, that's great. it's exciting. And your support makes me feel loved. So, okay, Reed, I am going to hit the call button for Reed Malco.
0: Call that dude.
1: He's my favorite, favorite. He calls himself a, um. oh, is that, we can hear the ringing. This is exciting. We've never done this before.
0: I know, this is cool.
1: It's like we're prank calling someone or something.
0: We are.
2: <laughs> is this, your first time,
0: kids? <laughs> this is so exciting. Hi, Reed. Hey, Reed. Hi. Hey, Reed, how you doing?
2: Is... I'm Dave. I miss you.
0: Yeah, where have you been? I haven't seen you since... Hey. Wow, months! I haven't seen you in months.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I've been traveling a lot. I was in Denver, and then I was in New York and New Jersey. I mean, I, I, I've been just—you know—I've been mean, filling my time, keeping myself busy because you never write, you never call. So, <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, so you gotta, you gotta get through the pain somehow. I understand. <laughs> I understand.
2: Yeah. That, that, and alcohol.
0: <laughs> sure sure no I always recommend becoming an alcoholic uh, at any turn in your life oh,
2: well, you should... know that Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart said that the problem with most people is that they're two drinks behind
0: <laughs> oh, that's I think good. Humphrey Bogart also like hated a bunch of minorities uh, so we <laughs> <laughs> might not want to listen to him <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> oh man Reed thank you for phoning in because I need your help
2: okay how do I help
1: I have noticed that you, well, from personal experience, I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed that Reed is quite the flirty flirtmeister. And you're just the best at flirting. And you talk to people about flirting a lot. And I'm not that great at it. And
0: <laughs> I think we might be able to tell that you're not that great at it <laughs> if you call him the flirty flirtmeister. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm the flirtmeister. I will flirt with you.
1: So, yeah, that's okay. That's true. All right,
0: <laughs> but I, yeah, I agree. I've heard, I've heard tell of the the flirtings of Reed Mahalko.
1: Like Reed, remember? I think it was the first catalyst. I can't remember exactly. You ran a flirt dating, like a speed flirting thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the speed flirting event at uh, at that conference was more just to get people kind of networking and socially lubricated, because geeks, sex geeks, can be a little bit shy and and dorky and nervous at times, Um, and then somehow, uh, mostly because I created a whole workshop called Speed Flirting, um, somehow somebody asked me to be the one responsible for getting everybody to feel comfortable networking and, and meeting each other, so it was basically a big flirtatious meet and greet, which... You know, for me as a dork and as a as a geek, was really useful because when I run things and people are counting on on me, I'm less shy. Mm-hmm. So I can be just as, as shy and feeling weird as as anybody because I was that fat, dorky seventh grader with the tr- and and actually, Dave, I should send you a picture. I actually have a picture of me wearing my Mork and Mindy suspenders oh and a baseball God. cap a baseball cap backwards, and a T-shirt with the iron-on letters that said Captain Twinkie. I just <laughs> named myself as Captain Twinkie. Um, Holy and, shit, and man. You
0: were like ten kinds of cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now that shit gets delayed, but back then, it was like fucking, you know, back then it was like social kryptonite. It was like no one wanted me.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. I got I got photos for you, too. Sure. I get it. I'm I'm on board.
1: I Captain burned Twinkie. all of my photos. Did you? <laughs> you, you still have yours. <laughs> it's not okay. The things that happened back then.
0: <laughs> I like. I uh, fancied myself a punk rocker, a punk kid, uh, and uh, so like probably five days out of every two months, I looked really great because I had just bleached and dyed my hair and spiked it and stuff, you know. Uh, but then what happens is it fades really quickly, and I'm super lazy, so I like wouldn't get a haircut, and I also didn't really know how to dress myself. So there are most of the photos of me from high school are horrendous.
1: That sounds like a terrible thing. It, I'll
0: send you some. Oh, yeah. My head just looks like a mushroom most of the time.
1: So, in all of our awkwardness, read and oh, God, I don't even want to think about the terrible hairstyles I had back then. I mean, we flirting is awkward but flir- what is flirting I mean if you're if you've designed a workshop that's speed flirting I mean how do you explain what flirting is because a lot of people don't even know what it is so they don't even know when they how to identify it when someone is doing it to them and they don't know how to know what to do in themselves to flirt with someone else so
2: yeah I mean for, for me flirting is anytime you're intentionally being playful with somebody and and inviting them to be playful back. Some people think they're flirting when they're being playful with somebody, but they don't want them engaging back. And I think that's just being a dick, yeah. right? It's like, oh, I'm flirting with you, but no, 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 you're not allowed to play it back. Um, or, it's, you know, the idea that you're just throwing a Frisbee at somebody, but you don't want them to throw it back. Like, you're just trying to hit somebody
1: with it. Wait, can, Wait, can you give me an example? Far? Like, I'm trying to think of an example like... Um You know, someone says something playfully dickish and then all you can be is the butt of the joke like that.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, for for those people who grew up in kind of Southern American culture, there's, you know, there's the idea from a female perspective, right? Like kind of a Southern belle. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be encouraging you to approach me, but also holding you back. Right. So it's just kind of like, come closer, come closer. No, no, no. Come closer, come closer. No, no, no. Um, and that's more of a Southern kind of style, right? I'm being flirtatious, but you're not supposed to approach, which is just very confusing.
1: Oh, that's so confusing. Um, that's you
2: know, I think I think more of a, a modern day approach to that kind of dynamic is I'm open and I'm accessible, but you're not supposed to approach me. You know, it, which kind of comes off as like haughty.
1: Haughty. It's just weird. Yeah.
2: You know, so... Um, almost like this celebrity kind of like, look at me, but do not approach me kind mm. of a thing. Okay. Um, but for the most part, I think like a true flirting is, is really the idea of playful interaction, encouraging people to play back, which has nothing to do with it, having to be sexual or having to lead anywhere. So, flirt- so broker- people
1: should let go of the fact that they think that flirting is to get something. Flirting can just be for the fun of enjoying that interaction.
2: Yeah, like it, it, enjoying the play, it, again, Like I like the, the Frisbee analogy, like you're just throwing the Frisbee back and forth because that's fun. Um, and flirting when it doesn't have to lead anywhere actually feels safer for a lot of people, hmm. and then we can actually just kind of enjoy the connection and the play without some sort of expectation or commitment. And that's what to me makes flirtation fun is we can get all riled up but if we're going to go anywhere with it, we're actually going to have a conversation.
1: Ah the conversation <laughs> it's
2: good, better that way. Think of conversation from the perspective of you're just getting clarity and getting people's buy-in or opt-in. yeah no, I, I think some people some people unintentionally create pressure in their in their interactions because they're almost like emotionally or energetically spamming people like i'm i'm coming on to you without you saying yes. No, and I then do, people get yeah. weird. Yeah.
1: People do get weird because there's a lot of expectations and in an idea that somebody else has expectations for something. Uh the reason i went uh is because i just had that conversation with someone that there was a flirtation with and then the conversation of is this going to go any further than flirtation because I can't handle the not knowing because that's just where I'm at, right? <laughs> so I made the uh sound because it's like it's an important thing to have so that you don't just fumble through that step.
2: Yeah, and then and then what you end up doing too, like when you when you get clear with people and 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 ask them, hey, you know, I want to take this to the next level, or do you mind if I, if I actually truly hit on you? Like I know that we're we're playing, but like it actually, I really do want your number. Um, for people who aren't really up for that kind of play, uh-huh. you give them an opportunity, you give them an opportunity to opt out that you even checked in, puts you in a different category of people and usually makes people feel safer. If you guys happen to be on the same page and, and they're like, "No, no, no, like I want you to ask me for my number." It really is just a moment, a blip of weirdness to make sure you guys are on the same page rather than this, this full court press that just becomes weird because you think you're on a page that the other person's not.
1: So, so it doesn't have to be like a full-on intense conversation. It can be like, time out. Hey, just so you know, I am actually interested in you asking me for my number, but it's no worries if not. Okay, yeah. time in. What... Like that can, can it can be like yeah. like playground stuff,
2: yeah and and again, like it sounds hard and weird to do that to be that up front, but imagine when you're not up front and you start worrying if you're on the same page or not, like that eats up a lot of bandwidth, yeah and and it starts to create weird anxiety for yourself because then the further you go on, you're like, oh shit, am I are we really on the same page this does she or he really like me like me, or am I completely off target?
1: Oh, I hate that feeling.
2: So, yeah, you start getting so weird and worried that it creates this whole other thing going on. Totally. It starts to ruin the engagement rather than just saying, hey, three-second check-in. Am I creeping you out, or should we keep going?
0: Interesting. It's funny. That is like a great move. You know, you should do that. But it's so terrifying <laughs> thinking about doing that. You know what I mean? Just because yeah, like and- you could, there is, if you're completely comfortable, like I actually come across this type of thing a lot, not necessarily in flirting, but just like being completely like on the nose and straightforward. I don't know if a lot of mm-hmm. like, so I guess what I'm, what I would ask is what do you do if what, if you doing that completely derails the flirting? <laughs>
2: Because that's this, the fear. So this is the thing. It, it, my, my belief, this is, and again, like this is radical advice, but I get so delayed. So it's working somewhere. Um,
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um,
2: yeah, Sandra, you've witnessed. Um, it, Ladies, so, so, good stuff. Can I get an endorsement? Sandra? <laughs> hey, you know, I
1: know there have been moments where I've been like, well, look at that. I just want to clap. <laughs> you know, like, I have given you applause behind your back. Aww. Yeah. Exactly. Oh Yeah. You oh, you didn't? Oh, yeah.
0: And what did you applaud when you applauded him behind his back?
1: Uh, just Reed is incredibly um, present and enthusiastic and joy-filled at how he connects with people. And so at moments when you're like, look at him. Look at him being all awesome over there. Okay. Guys. Elbow, elbow. Look. <laughs> and it's so, I mean, I don't know if that's too much information that I can cut this part out, read. <laughs> that's too much. No, no, no.
2: Please please continue and then and talk about at length um, the girth and particular <laughs> size of my sexual prowess. Um,
1: it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were flirting so, just then. I think we were flirting. Guess, was that flirting? Yeah, it was a little th- flirty. That was playful. That was oh, playful. Okay, oh.
0: I guess I was wondering. I guess I'm curious what is ex- like if you're talking about an exact instance, because I'll bet that uh, our listeners would want to know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, flirting tips. Like, what did he do? You just said you got hella laid and then you said you saw it happen and clapped behind his back. Oh, I no, I'm I wondering... meant the
1: laying part.
0: Oh, you were watching him have sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. That's very different.
1: No. Yeah. That... But what do you do? How do you? That's a good question. Like, What let's do specifically what? in the radical flirtation skills that you incorporate into life and in your training. Yeah. What, what are some specific flirting tips you've got?
2: So, so specific flirting tips. Um, so first off, if people go to to readaboutsex.com or I think, uh, if you go to speed dash flirting.com, um, that's the direct sign up for like a little like speed flirting tips. Um, You can also go to my website, do a search for speed flirting, and and get some some downloadable tips. And that's R-E-I-D,
0: about sex dot com? R-E-I-D?
2: Yeah, yeah, readaboutsex dot com. So the the idea here is with you know specific flirting tips, um, and just to answer your your question a, a couple of minutes ago, Dave, I think if you're flirting with somebody and you be direct, even if you're not flirting with somebody and you're being direct, if that ruins the connection between you two, then you shouldn't be trying to have that connection anyway. Sure. Like, rather than trying to figure out what somebody's going to be attracted to, I really think that we should be our our dorky, awesomest selves and then have the people that are, are attracted to that show up for that
0: you're right you're absolutely right
2: and and so so understand that like i'm already operating from that perspective so if i scare people away i mean i i'm okay with that because the the people that actually dig me are the ones i truly want to be hanging out with totally but i can i can flirt with anybody you know if i ask somebody hey do you mind you know like like in a weird like transparent, self-revealing way, if I want to flirt with somebody, I usually walk up to them and I say, hey, do you mind if I flirt with you? But it, it sounds like that's like suicide. But in a weird way, for a lot of people, me asking, one is giving you kind of a heads up, this is what my intention is. It'll, it gives you permission to opt in. And if you say no, and then I'm like, oh, well, thank you for taking care of yourself. Which is kind of what yeah. I tell people, I people to do. Whenever you ask somebody for something and they say no, thank them for taking care of themselves. If I say, hey, you know, can I flirt with you? And you say, no, thanks, bug off. And I'm like, oh, thank you. yourself," and, and then I walk away.
0: Yeah, that's great.
2: Sudden,
1: then yeah, you're the I'm cool the guy. Dude. Also, like, I've
0: been meaning to bring this up to you. Well, pointing at me. I pointed at Sandra. She, she likes pointing. It couldn't have been Reed. He's on the phone. Um, it's not. I haven't actually been meaning to bring this up, but this happened to me a couple days ago. Uh, we're talking about being straightforward. I had like a moment where I was like, you know, I could just be really honest here, and I wonder how that would go because mm-hmm. I like met this girl at a show and I was flirting with her before mm-hmm. the show, and uh, it was going great, and I was like, I'll talk to you after the show, and then after the show, I was like in a s- circle of people, and this one person who I was talking to like wouldn't stop talking, and the girl walked up and I was talking to her, and I I feel so uncomfortable asking girls out in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, instead of saying something to her about it Which just played it really cool Was like, yeah, good to meet you And she just left And I was mm-hmm. just like, that was stupid Yeah, You are dumb, Dave But then I went home and I found her on Twitter mm-hmm. We followed each other And I was like, oh no And I was like, ah, screw it And I just DM'd her and was like, hey, I chickened out on asking you out earlier Do you want to go out sometime? And she was like, yeah, totally, that's awesome
2: Oh, Yeah <laughs>
0: yeah every time every time i'm straightforward it always works out
2: it's weird yeah and and for the 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 women or the men when you're being straightforward if they're not into that i think you're better off walking away from that because ultimately if you guys do end up hanging out falling in love wanting to start you know some sort of relationship you're going to get better gas mileage If you're dating somebody who can be straightforward, over over the course of a relationship, that makes for a healthier relationship.
0: Yeah, it's totally true.
2: So if you scare somebody away by being straightforward, I think you probably saved yourself a shit ton of emotional paperwork and hangover later.
1: Because also proving that they can't handle themselves in that, in when you just put it on the table
0: or you just found out that you they just didn't like something about you and that's also good like move on to someone who does you know Mm
2: -hmm. so again like going back to the flirting thing like you know my leading line if i know somebody that i want to flirt with is like hey can i flirt with you and and then they'll usually be like yes or i don't know what does that look like and then you just you basically then you just lead with being playful like what like what flirt with me
1: Examples.
2: Well, like yeah,
0: yeah, flirt with her. <laughs> Do it.
2: Yeah, like, so, so Sandra, Sandra, can I flirt with you? Yes, you can read. And, well, I mean, if we were going to flirt, what would that look like for you? Ooh. What would be a flirtatious way I could engage you?
1: I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. Um,
2: I mean, it... it I, I just,
1: like... Being playful and joking and having a good time.
2: Okay, and and if I was being playful and joking with you, like would it? Does that include like me being touchy feely with you, touchy grabby? Do so I hit you with my lunchbox and then run away?
1: You can hit hit me, but only if it's a, with a lunchbox.
2: <laughs> and and Sandra, how hard do you like to be hit with your lunchbox? Oh, like, uh, Jesus!
0: I want to <laughs> fuck you. I want to fuck you, Reed.
2: You, But do you get it? Like, like I'm just, I'm just, we're riffing now. Like, we're just, we're creating and and being playful. Now, if I, if I feel like I crossed some weird line, you always go back to being, like, say exactly what's going on and check in and be like, hey, was, was that too, you know, creepy with the lunchbox line? But you can say it playfully, like, hey, I just want to check in. Like, I'm getting a little nervous. Was the lunchbox line okay? Or did we cross some weird thing? And then, like, if you're flirting with somebody who really has their shit together, they're going to tell you straight up if it's okay. And you have to trust them because, again, like, what's probably happening is you're getting nervous because you guys are actually starting to have a moment. And that moment is called being playful and you're connecting. And that can be anxiety-causing for a lot of people because we're not used to being playful and connecting with people. I want
1: to have a flirting party. Reed, will you – I want to just – a no-pressure flirting zone, you know, where you could just flirt with anybody in a room because everyone's consenting to the fact that that room is like where you flirt with no... Oh,
0: man. Flirt swinging. So,
2: so here's... the Flirt swinging, exactly. <laughs> so here's, here's the way you create that, right? Like, if you really wanted to be like... All right, so, so right now I'll, I'll role model with you, Sandra. Okay. That's okay. Ooh, right. I'm scared. So, 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 like, imagine, imagine we're in the same room, or we can even do this over the phone, which we're doing right now. So, Sandra, I want to flirt with you. No strings attached. What I want to create is for you and I to get so turned on. <gasps> and again, no, no strings attached. I just want us to both just try to flirt our asses off and get the other one super riled up, because I can handle myself. Oh. I'm not going to jump through the phone. But at the same time, like, I want to get you riled up. Is that okay?
1: That makes me really nervous. I don't know if I could do it. I think I might laugh. I'm scared.
0: Side note, Katie okay, and I lap. are having sex right
1: now. <laughs> Wait. Okay.
2: Laughing lapping, is totally fine. Okay. And you can always you can always pull the, the ripcord and be like, I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs>
1: all right there Dave and Katie what's the ripcord <laughs>
0: just wondering what the ripcord is it's, it's,
1: it's the anal beads hanging out of my okay
0: wow <laughs> you sex you people like have weird <laughs> weird use of metaphors
1: <laughs> I wasn't it wasn't it's, metaphor it, clearly <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man that's like so much more advanced than I think I could handle of you it it that makes me nervous. Like I'm immediately, but it's exciting also because just, excuse me, just you bringing up the fact that we could flirt to turn each other on freaks me out and excites me and makes me feel really like ready for like anything. I'm like, Oh, let's get, let's get in the game. Oh man. So, and
2: and from a, from a meta perspective, that's the whole point, whether you and I flirted it or not, we both just got tiddly.
1: Oh yeah. That happened.
2: Like, and then, and then if I respect your your wishes of like, uh, I don't feel like that's you know, I, I can't handle it. I'm like totally cool, no pressure. I got you titillated and then I I reinforced the fact that there's no pressure, and I and I honored what was going on for you. Like that makes me like a fucking great person.
1: Yeah, Dave.
2: And and maybe maybe it's not this time, but maybe a week from now or a year from now, you're like, hey, I remembered you were pretty awesome. And you know what? I'm ready to flirt now.
0: It's so interesting because this is like a very – I, this is the most healthy approach toward probably anything I've ever heard in my entire life. Here's what I'm going to do. Would you like to do that? We should do that. But that is not – that has not ever in my life been the process of flirting you know what i mean and i'm not nagging at all i mean it's just this is not what i would have imagined the discussion being what are the it's baby steps yeah like if you were to say someone's um too insecure to do to to be so straightforward or at least like they 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 aren't don't know how to gauge this person and they don't know if they can ask right away do you know like, before, how would you recommend someone to, like, to just start being playful with someone in, a, in an innocent, but, you know, obviously flirty way? Well,
2: there's a couple of different ways. One is to be like, I mean, what I would say is, hey, I just listened to this really cool podcast on Nerdist <gasps> uh, about flirting.
0: Well, what is it called? <laughs> it's, it's called... You know, sex sex. <laughs> it's called You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes.
1: <laughs> I've heard of both of
0: those.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you, 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 Again, like most interaction, like beginning interaction when you're with somebody new or when you want to change the dynamic, you're you're initiating a conversation and getting opt-in, which is about building relatedness. And again, like I'm a stickler for this kind of clarity because what it starts to do is dissolve all the weirdness that might show up later. Like there's always natural, ooh, I'm excited you know 7th grade dance kind of weirdness and then there's like things are going horribly wrong weirdness
0: yeah right
2: you want to avoid the horribly wrong weirdness and as far as the 7th grade dance you know I'm feeling tingly i don't think that ever goes away oh, that's the good stuff when though. you hit it yeah and that's the good stuff yeah. yeah you want to avoid the horribly wrong and go for the tingly and the sure. tingly is less is less creepy when you're actually being upfront about it
1: it's true. When people, both people have consented to the tingly, it doesn't ruin the tingle. It actually makes it more intense. Like if I've experienced this in my own boundaries, right, talking with people, where it's like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're just going to do this. Okay, I'll come over. We're going to do it. And then we do it, and then we're yeah. both like, oh my God, we're doing this thing. What are we talking about? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting but, and, and
2: because... No, go if, ahead. if my advice if my advice is good advice, it applies to all these different levels of engagement. Like it's not just flirting, but that's the same thing I lead with when I'm like when I get in somebody's pants. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I get in your pants? Can I get in your pants right now?
2: Are you asking me, Dave?
0: I actually am asking you, but that's for another time. Uh I was uh, I was role playing right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I'm feeling very <laughs>
0: well, I am in seventh grade, after all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so, uh, what are... Okay. What are some things that people do... Okay. There's so many questions. Uh, yeah. How do I tell if someone's flirting with me? But I guess when people... Because people all, often ask that question. And I'll wonder, is that person flirting with me? But really, what I'm wondering is... Okay, clearly... I'm noticing they're being playful with me. I just can't tell if they're actually interested in me. Sure. And I never really thought about the fact that the, are you flirting with me question is actually two separate questions or two separate things. So
2: what do you, what do you think I'm going to say?
0: I think that what you're going to say is that you should just ask that person if they're flirting with you. Um, I think that would be your strategy.
1: But with a raised eyebrow in a way where you're flirting the question, are you flirting with me, Reed?
2: Like that? Yeah, because then you you can be playful and invite them being playful back, even with uncomfortable or, or you know, like a little bit anxious ridden questions. Yeah.
1: I feel like I wanna like practice. We should go to a bar and practice yeah, right it's, now. It's funny.
0: I'm thinking about I'm thinking about what you're talking about, Reed. And um, I uh, I would bet that the way that I would go about this would be that I would because like the other problem is that I flirt with like everyone. It's like kind of how I talk. It's like uh, weird. You're uh, playful. Yeah, it's I'm like a you are silly person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would probably just start flirting with the person, and then if they responded negatively or didn't say much, I would start feeling awkward. And then I would say, oh, man, do you not want me to be flirting with you? Is this not OK? Uh, and if they said no, I'd be like, oh, OK, I'm really sorry. Uh, have a good night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I I don't know. I don't think I would lead with it, but I would say it if the flirting wasn't going well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, like,
2: like, and again, like my, my tone or my like throwing everything, like, leading with all the awkward stuff first. Sure. Like, that, that works really well for me. You can adjust it accordingly. My biggest bit of advice is when, when you're worried or thinking about something, like, more than once, just like, it's it. coming up in your head over and over again, say it. Oh, yeah. Like because because if you keep it in your head, it's just going to get larger. Like, it's, it will only get more awkward. It will only get more anxious. Like it's like an evil hamster from hell, running on a squeaky wheel. It will not get more quiet. I was yeah. thinking
1: like so it was an. It out in the
2: open.
1: I was thinking like a an anxiety boner that was just getting harder and harder and bigger in your mind. But then you said hamster.
0: Holy shit, Sandra! <laughs> that is an amazing image. <laughs> An anxiety boner. Oh my god. <laughs> big throbbing purple veined anxiety boner.
1: That's when you when when you've heard that anxiety in your head a couple times and it's got really gotten really big. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. When you are about then, to and- get fucked by anxiety. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anxiety <laughs> that, exactly. that's that's about to. like. It like. Totally. totally,
0: it's it just keeps yeah getting more and more engorged, and you just can't make it come. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Uh-huh. Can we? Huh? Did, did I just interrupt you? I wanted. No, it's to...
1: okay. I had a question, but keep keep doing your thing, thing, thing.
0: Why don't all three of us? Uh, my thing, thing, thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I have a game. I have
2: a, I have oh, a okay. game that I, I use a lot with with when I'm teaching people flirting. Um, it's a game that I used to play back in, in my bartending days with the waitresses and and the waiters when when I was working service bar, which is where you'd be making all the drinks for the rest of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So the game is the game is called Induendo, and it's <gasps> a game that you can you can play with anybody. And Sandra, I think you and I have played this game before.
1: It's so fun, we and you're like, so good at
2: food. it. So here's the here's the basic format. You can adjust the rules accordingly. Innuendo is I'm gonna say a word and then and it's gonna have some sort of double entendre or double meaning. And then you're gonna reply with another word that has double entendre, or double meaning. It's not necessarily word association. It can be, that's not that's not wrong. You didn't break the rule, but it's not about word association. But what you're trying to do is one up somebody with a word and an innuendo that gets them to basically, you know, blush or stammer, or you're trying to outdo them with your flirtatious word. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. All right. It and there's really, awesome. there's,
2: there's no winner other than playing for the sake of playing is the point. Um, and how you score points is you'll know when you, when you, when you one up somebody and you really kind of get them. Because it's obvious that you guys they stammer or they skip a beat, and then and that's the point. Like it, it's not like a hardly competitive game. It's more about the 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 insight of being playful with each other and trying to out innuendo each other. Can
0: we play totally. this game? But I'm gonna win. Just saying.
2: Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Who? Wait. So and and we can play this with multiple people as well.
0: Katie's playing too. Just hold it up on a Here whiteboard, go. Katie.
1: Let's totally do this! Yeah, let's play. The three of All us.
2: Right, so, let's do it. Okay. So shall shall I start? I'll I'll start off and get the ball rolling. Okay. I'm gonna be All so right.
0: slow with this at first, All
2: right. man. And it can be any word because sometimes it doesn't have to be a dirty word. It, it can be how you deliver it too. I'm just giving you guys some notes. So here's my first word: turgid.
1: Ooh.
0: Purgid Wet. <laughs> Sonny just made that. a great face. <laughs> Wet. Um
1: open. Ooh, stop it.
2: <laughs> Moist.
1: Oh, this is hard. Hard. <laughs> was, that, was that your word? <laughs> hard.
0: Hard. <laughs> was that a different word than hard? No, was I said that a new hard. And then
1: I, no, I, I said hard. And with, then you breathe. With in. breathing
0: things. Yeah. I breathe.
2: This it, is either the best podcast or the worst podcast ever. <laughs> we've either killed it this or is... we've taken it to a different level. <laughs>
1: If and when we have a video version of this podcast, uh, 2013, yeah. uh, yes, um, we definitely need to play this game to see all our faces. Because
0: yeah,
2: and that's and that's the point. Like like what you're doing is you're in, you're inviting people to be playful. You're trying to be playful back, and you're just playing with language.
0: Oh well, you wait, know? are we done? I had a great one. I had a great one. Hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, what do
2: what you got? There we go, go. Let's do let's do thirty more seconds.
0: All right, kids. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that do so I not much understand much. this game? No, oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
1: I think we're done i think i I just came <laughs> and uh we're done. I
0: have literally been coming this entire episode ever since we called Reed
1: oh man, um God, okay. I want to switch gears to safe sexual quick. Uh, but first, are there any yep. major mistakes or awkward just pitfalls that people fall into when they're attempting to flirt and it just goes horribly wrong? Like, I think negging is a really mean thing to do to people um, when you're... Active, yeah,
2: like, I mean, it, <clears throat> negging, negging is kind of... And, and again, for people listening, you don't, you don't get the term. It, it pretty much was coined in a pickup artist community, which is where you're trying to put somebody down to get them to be more interested. Yeah. Um, and the problem with negating, negging is that it's actually it's a tactic or a strategy. Right. And, and strategy, strategies and tactics or agendas, or I'll say agendas, agendas mm-hmm. by their very nature are not usually transparent.
0: Yeah, they're also disingenuous, so, you know?
2: Well, yeah, because I'm doing something that's actually about, like, I'm trying to get a particular objective Checked off without your knowing it
0: sure with rather than creating some sort of like mutual experience for both of you to have to just have a good time absolutely
2: exactly that stuff is so awful i'm keeping you i'm keeping you from knowing more about me like creating true intimacy because i'm trying to create a reaction and a reaction is not actually intimacy when it has a, a hidden objective so I could say, like, if I wanted to use negging in a in a in a more like sex geek way, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm about to put you down to try to get you more interested in me. You ready?" Like, <laughs> I, I would be I would be transparent with it and reveal my agenda, which makes it less of an agenda because yeah. it's not hidden. But because I'm being transparent, I'm more truthful, which you in some cases will make them more interesting than all the rest of the guys trying to pull some, you know, wool over your eyes or whatever that is. Right. Um, but negging is, it's kind of outdated now because if you really want to impress people and get them attracted to you, then you should be truthful and lead with what's real, like the authentic, which is way more vulnerable
1: it's like a post hipster society. You yeah.
2: get a you get a better payoff in the end. Um, so one of the you know, one of the things that people make a mistake on with flirting is they're trying to be somebody that they're not actually in real life. Now you can still be dorky and nervous and courageous.
0: Oh totally if you're having
2: a courageous day. Man, if you couldn't, I would be
0: dead. If you couldn't be afraid all the time and also courageous, I would not be. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's It's a lifestyle. But that's the (laughs) point.
2: You know, so so the the other big thing I think people do with flirting where the, the, the big downfall for most people is the flirting goes well. And we actually start having a real connected like, oh, my God. They like me, or they're, they're throwing the Frisbee back, and then we just freak out. Like, we freak out because we actually connected with somebody.
1: Oh, my God, then we don't know what to do next. What do we do when exactly. that happens?
0: Yeah, this is the part Reed, I really need help with. Tell
1: us. Yeah. What then?
0: You stick <laughs> around? Do you stick around and guy. not freak out? Is that what you do? Just stay the course, as uh, well, my favorite well, president you, said? You, you,
2: you can't, man can't not freak out, right? You can't you can't shut down the freak out. What you can do is cock to it and use it as momentum, like, like in the kind of a sci-fi way, like we're going to use the gravity of the sun to catapult us, you know, slingshot <laughs> us around.
1: <laughs> I love that you just said that.
2: <sighs> You're basically going to say, oh my God, I'm actually having a freak out moment with you because... The flirting's going so well. Is it okay if we keep going? So admit what's going on and then and then oh, get man. by buy in or opt in.
0: Thinking about saying that is freaking me out right now. And I'm not even flirting with anybody. Just thinking about like being freaked out and saying I'm free oh man, I want I'm-, I'm gonna have a panic attack. I uh, am.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know but, I don't know, know if I would say
2: but Dave, yes. When in doubt, when you need to, you just look at them straight in the eye and say "snatch attack." <laughs>
0: yes. Well, now you know <laughs> what my relationship <laughs> with my parents is like now. <laughs> uh, that's actually a really good point. Just say something weird. Why not?
1: <laughs>
0: just hit them. Right. Wait. <laughs> Violence. Am solves. I doing this right? Violence <laughs>
1: solves flirting problems. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, can we switch gears to um, safe sex protocol yeah. stuff real quick? Um, yes, and I also don't want to keep you uh, too long because I know that it's, it's close to the time that I said that we'd be done. So uh,
0: are you okay
2: with uh, time? I, I, will, I, will, I will always stay on the phone with
0: you, too. Ooh. Snatch attack. <laughs> Boom.
1: <laughs> okay. What happens when someone does have an STD? And they're getting to the point where sex may happen or making out is happening and they're freaking out in their mind because, Oh God, I know I have herpes or I have HPV or I had HPV last year. I don't know if it's still there or I had chlamydia two months ago or I still have chlamydia. I don't know what's going on, but for some reason they know that they have an STD at that time and they don't know how to communicate it to their partner without making them freak out. I
2: mean, uh, my, my quick, Advice is you say exactly that. Mm-hmm. I, I have something I'm not telling you. I don't know how to tell you and not guarantee that you're not going to freak out. And then, blah, and then just say it. <clears throat> I have, you know, I have herpes. I have HPV, like whatever it is. I have gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is simplest chlamydia, um, with the exception of there's a, there's a strain of gonorrhea that, that mm. seems to be kind of not treatable. Yeah. Simplest gonorrhea and chlamydia, for the most part, are all treatable. But the only way you know if you have them is if you go get tested and then get treated for them. Um, so my biggest safer sex advice for everybody, period, is that you should be, even if you're monogamous and in a committed relationship, get tested at least once a year. Ask your, your provider yeah. to test you for chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV. Um, for those of you who are, who are like me that sleep with a lot of people, um, you also might want to, when you ask for, for getting tested for gonorrhea, ask for a throat swab and an anal swab mm-hmm. just to, you know, kind of cover all bases. Um, but when you're getting tested for all those things, at least once a year, I get tested three to four times a year. One, because I'm role modeling for everybody. Hey, go get tested. Yeah. Um, and two, I'm a friggin' slut. I see with a lot of people. Getting tested is one of the, getting tested and using condoms for penetrative sex are the two biggest things that you can do for your overall sexual health and for the sexual health of the people you sleep with. You also have to sleep with people and you yourself be capable emotionally of telling people when you test positive for something. Yeah. Getting tested testing positive for something and never telling anybody doesn't help anybody. But knowing that chlamydia, gonorrhea uh, are all treatable for the most part. Like when I, you know, when one of my friends tests positive for something, it's like, thank you so much for telling us. And then we all go to the clinic and we get treated. Mm -hmm. And because all of my friends get treated, get tested regularly, um, and I sleep with a lot of people in the last I think like six years, eight years, we've only had two or three things come up where we all needed to go get treated. Mm-hmm. And one of those things that we got treated for which was chlamydia ended up being a false positive. So like yeah. sex sex is a lot safer than you think if people are taking care of themselves and and communicating that. So this all folds back into, <clears throat> for what you were talking about, Sandra, if you're in the make-out session and things are going well yeah. and you haven't told them yet uh-huh. things that you're positive for, that's when you need to tell them. If it ruins the sex,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if it ruins the opportunity, you saved yourself a lot of headache because if you, if you fudged it and then had sex, and they got something from you.
1: Oh, it's a mess. That's gonna be,
2: well, that's going to be an emotional shitstorm. Totally. If you, tell somebody, if you tell somebody, hey, I'm positive for, you know, I have herpes 1, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I've got herpes 1, we're good. That's how you know it's going to be okay. But if you don't tell people what they're getting into, you have no idea how they're going to handle it if something were to happen. Yeah. And
1: especially if you're HIV positive or, yeah, herpes, things that aren't, you would have to practice being able to tell them beforehand. Because Yeah, that freak out after is, I've seen the freak out. I've, I've witnessed the freak out. It's, it's weird. It's awkward.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I can only imagine yeah. how awkward it is. I would imagine that and, it would be horrific. Yeah. And, like, for those of us,
2: like, I have herpes one. I mm-hmm. tell everybody I have herpes one. If you don't want herpes, don't, don't even make out with me. Mm-hmm. And people can opt in or opt out accordingly. There are lots of people out there that are like, oh, okay, thank you so much for telling me whatever it is that you have. And I can figure out how to play with you accordingly. Mm-hmm. Now that might, that might seem like it's impossible for some people who don't hang out in sex geek community. But, you know, I have friends who have HIV and I know what I need to do to, if I want, if I wanted to play with them, to play with them safely. So like, there are lots of people out there who have things that you would think, oh my God, they're going to be a pariah and they're going to be, you know, excommunicated from the city and thrown out into the desert. It's not true.
1: But okay, let's say you do want to play with someone or like, okay, let's say I have HIV. Okay, and I want to know, I mean, one, anyone who has an STD should know what you can and can't do or what's a high risk and low risk behavior. Um, Mm -hmm. But what would be some things if if someone says, oh, I have HIV? What do you know is still on the table to that you can still do with that person? Sure. Well,
2: I mean, and again, like I, I personally am not an HIV specialist. You can go and, and check with, you know, again, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on television. Um, not yet. So always, not yet. But always go and, and, and arm yourself with information too. The cdc.gov is a great website um, to go to for sexual health information. Scarlet Teen is another amazing website to They're go really to for, for information. Um, people can always email me for information. Um, uh, oh, hi, Megan. Megan and um website is amazing, and she's a total geek about this kind of stuff. Yeah, she's- there are people that you can go out to out there for resources. Okay. Once you start to figure out what your emotional and physical needs are around safer sex and around what the risks are for you, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what what's going to make you feel safe. You need to do that homework for yourself. However basic, you know, things around HIV is, you know, HIV is transmitted through, through blood, yeah. uh, blood exchange. So things like making out is really, really safe. There's a low risk factor for HIV, for HIV exchange. Well, if you've had dental work recently, right, or, don't, you know, don't you brush
1: your teeth too, too soon. Well, that's more oral sex, but still like brushing your teeth can, can affect your gums and create little cuts, things like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: You know, or if you just like bit your, bit your, the inside of your cheek really hard or, or, you know, somebody punched you in the face and you have a bloody lip. Like if you start looking at, okay, these are the things that help HIV get transmitted. Oh, don't do those things, like steer clear of those things. You know, I can put on a glove, a latex glove or a non-latex glove, you know, and I can have all kinds of penetrative and, and playing with your junk kind of contact.
1: Gloves are the best. You can do anything with gloves.
2: And also, you know, <clears throat> if, if I'm playing with your genitals and, and you're not, if, if we're saying with you, Sandra, like if you were HIV positive, if you're not menstruating and, and I don't have any cuts or whatnot on my cuticles, like me playing with you, with your junk with my hands is, is very safe. If I want to make it safer. I put on a latex glove. Or a non-latex glove because then, because sometimes like, you know, I might have a cut on my cuticle that I'm not aware of. It's you so know? true. Or you've got an abrasion or something, or, or maybe you and I are just going at it with hand sex really hard, you know, and, and you start bleeding a little bit. So like I can use barriers to help prevent blood exchange between us. And that, that makes sex really safe for us even if you're HIV positive Mm -hmm.
1: oh goodness well this definitely won't be the last time we talk about safe sex protocols and what we can do I think that might just be an ongoing thing I just mentioned (laughs) Reed, thank you so much for um, for joining us, uh, spending your time on the phone with us, and can you um, share with? I mean, I know you've mentioned readaboutsex.com, R E I D, but do you have? I know like, you have an affiliate program that's coming up, um, stuff that's happening. I share, it's exciting.
2: Um, yeah, it, so basically, I'm a, I'm about to launch a huge relationship e course um, program for anybody who's <clears throat> who's interested in taking their relationships, whatever they have, even if, it, if they're single, and learning relationship skills that will basically, you know, transform their relationships by 10. We're going for a tenfold. Um, Ooh. And I've, I've designed an e-course program where it's a bunch of videos. Five days a week you'll get a 10-minute video from me um, and then some audio programs for those of you who like to listen to stuff in your car or on your iPod or whatnot. Uh, and some, some homework and whatnot. It's a whole six-week program. It's going to go from January 1st to Valentine's, and the whole idea is, tra- is transforming oh, your relationship. I love it. By fa- yeah, by, by a factor of 10, uh, 10 minutes a day. And for those of you who are Internet geeks and love recommending programs and good information to people, um, then there's also an affiliate program, which means you, your recommendations using your affiliate link um, can, can actually earn you money. It's my way of just saying thanks for, you know, trusting my content and, and me with your friends. Uh, so for people who want to learn more about that, they can go to readaboutsex.com forward slash affiliate. And then uh, come January 10th, which is coming up really quickly. Or not January 10th, December 10th, coming up really quickly. Oh, this is going to go um, up after that. Yeah, January, January, mm-hmm. or December 10th and December 11th, where you're going to be seeing a bunch of emails go out from me and maybe from your friends, uh, maybe from you, Sandra. So you can go to Relationship 10, you know, 1010x.com mm-hmm. and come next week back. That URL will direct itself and be live okay. to to the whole launch for that
1: program. Perfect. Okay. So this is gonna go up mid December, so we'll be we'll be sweet on, on that URL being live. So
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna be an affiliate, so tell Reed that I'm totally telling you to do this because Reed you've affected my life positively in how you've taught me. Um Really great communication skills. So um, they work really well. When you have the balls to actually put that into action and be that honest with people and that forward, it's crazy. You get nervous. It's weird at first, and you feel like a superstar after because you totally were the boss of that situation. So I cannot recommend that enough. Um, Read, we will figure out who gets to be Starsky and who gets to be Hutch of uh, the Sex Nerd Kingdom. That was a, a talk we had yesterday. Um yeah, and, and Dave Dave,
2: do you remember do you remember Starsky and Hutch? Oh yeah. Who who was the pimp? What was his name?
0: I believe that it was Starsky.
2: No, 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 no. Was Starsky oh, the Hutch, pimp and oh was, like, I thought you were
0: asking me like which one was better with women. Oh. Uh but they were both great oh, with women, now that I think about it.
2: That's, that's gonna be Sandra. Sandra's gonna be great with women. The, I'm gonna be the less great, but I think you I, should be the that, that other, that
0: third main character. Oh, okay, sure. I
2: can't. Oh, Huggy Bear, you're gonna be Huggy oh, Bear. Oh, Huggy dude. Bear.
0: Oh my God, those are like my two favorite things.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, thank you guys. Thank, thank you thanks, so much, Reed.
1: Reed. Talk to you later. Bye bye. 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 Aww, that, that was, was nice.
0: Wonderful. Always well, a pleasure, that man.
1: Let's go out and flirt with some people.
0: Show enough. Maybe we'll flirt with each these other. At parties.
1: Oh, yeah. I've got uh, the parties. We can't flirt with each other. we got to go out and flirt with other people. Yeah. We've got to divide and conquer.
0: We've been married for so long.
1: <laughs> it's true. P.S. When people start f- doing that whole falling out of love, bored in their relationship thing, up the flirting. Yeah, Get flirt playful again. And make out. Yes. Make out and And make flirting. out. Ugh. Now, I wish I were in a long term relationship yeah, so that too. I could. Remember flirt maker. So you flirt can fix it. it. So, yeah, so I can fix it.
2: <laughs>
0: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> That's a weird thing to think. Anyway, uh, sex nerds, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, and, you know, go team fun.
0: Hell yeah. Go team hmm. fun.
1: Now
2: leaving Nerdist.com.